was when I kicked him when he was back. This is KWMR Point Reyes Station. Take KWMR with you when you're headed beyond the four speeches and hidden hollows of West Marin. Go online to www.kwmr.org and click on the play button to stream us live. Whenever, wherever, it's your favorite radio to go. Welcome to Early Music Now. I'm Sarah Schneider. Today's show celebrates the feast day of the patron saint of music, St. Cecilia. We'll hear motets in her honor by Palestrina and Peter Phillips, plus selections from the Sicilian Vespers by Alessandro Scarlatti, performed by the Philharmonia Baroque Orchestra and soloists. Let's get started with Henry Purcell's Ode for St. Cecilia's Day from the year 1692. The Musical Society in London observed the feast day of St. Cecilia on November 22nd with a concert. And here's what the Gentleman's Journal had to say in 1692, the year of Purcell's ode, Hail Bright Cecilia. A splendid entertainment is provided, and before it is always a performance of music by the best voices and hands in town. The words, which are always in the patroness's praise, are set by some of the greatest masters in town. Here's the opening movement from Purcell's Ode, performed by the Gabrielli Players.
we heard the opening symphony from Henry Purcell's Ode, Hail Bright Cecilia, from the year 1692, featuring the Gabrielli players. The text Cantantibus Organis, in honor of St. Cecilia, has been set by many composers, and we'll be hearing three settings today, starting with one by Giovanni da Palestrina, which dates from 1575. Imitation between the voices is at the heart of this work, with each voice part taking over the themes as they emerge. This motet later formed the basis for an unusual mass, where seven composers collaborated, each taking themes from Palestrina's motet and using them as a starting point for the movements of the mass. Let's hear Palestrina's setting of Cantantibus Organis, performed by the Cardinal's Music.
Cantantibus Organis, a motet in honor of St. Cecilia, with music by Giovanni de Palestrina. We heard the Cardinal's music here on Early Music Now. We'll hear Peter Phillips' setting of the same text next. He was born in England in 1560, but lived in exile in the Low Countries for many years after fleeing England due to his Catholic faith. Phillips' setting of this hymn to St. Cecilia was published in Antwerp by Pierre Falaise in 1612. Here's Capella Mediterranea. was Capella Mediterranea with music by Peter Phillips. We heard his setting of the motet in honor of St. Cecilia, Cantantibus Organis. Music by Henri Dumont is next. He was born near Liège in present-day Belgium in 1610, and in 1640 he moved to Paris, where he was named organist at a fashionable church in the Marais and later also became harpsichordist to Philippe d'Anjou, the younger brother of King Louis XIV. Dumont helped to modernize French church music, much of which was still being written in the Stile Antico of Palestrina. Dumont, along with other composers, helped the practice of basso continuo to become widespread in French church music. 
we'll hear a prelude and allemande by Dumont, along with an antiphon for St. Cecilia, performed by Ensemble Dumont.
That was Ensemble Dumont with music by their namesake, Henri Dumont. We heard a prelude and allemande along with an antiphon for St. Cecilia. You're listening to Early Music Now. I'm Sarah Schneider. This is KWMR, Point Reyes Station. My name is Volker Striffler. I'm from Santa Rosa, and this has got to be my favorite radio station in the world. Are you in KWMR's Calendar Club? Get in with the in-crowd and support Homegrown Watershed Radio starting at just $10 a month. The giving is the getting, and the benefit reaches a whole community. Visit kwmr.org. Alessandro Scarlatti was born in Palermo in 1660 and left home for Rome in 1672 to study music. He was fortunate to attract the patronage of powerful members of Roman society, and his first opera was a major hit as well. Queen Christina of Sweden was living in Rome at the time and reportedly went to hear that opera three times. Thanks to her patronage, Scarlatti rubbed shoulders with the best musicians around, including Arcangelo Corelli, Bernardo Pasquini, and even the young George Frederick Handel. Let's hear selections from Scarlatti's Sicilian Vespers, including the antiphon Cantantibus Organis, featuring the Philharmonia Baroque Orchestra and Chorale, and soprano Suzanne Ryden, directed by Nicholas McGeegan.
been listening to selections from the Sicilian Vespers by Alessandro Scarlatti, featuring the Philharmonia Baroque Orchestra and Chorale, directed by Nicholas McGeegan. Alessandro Scarlatti's Sicilian Vespers was probably a commission from Cardinal Francesco Acquaviva. The Cardinal consecrated the Church of St. Cecilia in Trastevere, Rome, in 1709, and it seems likely that he would have commissioned special music to celebrate the Church's patron. Scarlatti may have written the music we're hearing today for St. Cecilia's Day, 1721. The music survived the centuries in bits and pieces and was only recreated as a unified whole again in the 20th century, thanks to the research of Swiss musicologist Hans-Jörg Jans. It was given its first modern performance in 1970, and today we're listening to a recording from 2004, featuring the Philharmonia Baroque Orchestra and Chorale, with sopranos Dominique Labelle and Suzanne Ryden, directed by Nicholas McGeegan.
heard Audi Filia, the gradual for St. Cecilia's Day from the Vespers by Alessandro Scarlatti. We heard sopranos Dominique Labelle and Suzanne Raiden, along with the Philharmonia Baroque Orchestra and Chorale, directed by Nicholas McGeegan. Early Music Now is distributed by the WFMT Radio Network Chicago and is produced in the studios of KMFA in Austin, Texas, with funding provided by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. I'm Sarah Schneider, hoping you'll join me again for more music of the past, recreated for our time here on Early Music Now. Thanks for listening. <laughs>